What's up? What's up? <clears throat> Welcome back to the 13th episode of Cinematic Minds. On this episode, we'll be discussing the NBC series Abbott Elementary, which is the third episode in our second season. We'll then also be taking a deep dive into the career of Cheryl Ree Ralph. First, I want to mention though that we'll be having a very, very special guest on today. One of the most important women in our life, our mother, Denise Hollingsworth. We're very excited to have her on here. She is the one that has introduced us to movies, our passion for movies. She is the one who introduced us to television. And I think it's kind of appropriate because she is literally the one who taught all three of us how to read. So um, she, she's a lot of fun and we're glad to have her on. So I want to give someone he everyone heads up on that. <clears throat> so our usual quick announcement before we get started. This podcast is a spoiler zone podcast. We will be discussing everything through the 11th episode of Abbott Elementary. All that being said, it's not that really much of a plot heavy series. So <laughs> if you've only seen a couple episodes, I think you'll still enjoy this podcast. All right, let's get started. For those of you who have listened to the first episodes, we thank you for returning. For those of you who are listening for the very first time, we hope you enjoy the ride. So sit back and relax. But first, listen to these cool sounds provided by our musical curator, my bruh, DJ Chuck D. Okay, so if the store has 10 potatoes, right, and you take away two of them, how many potatoes would the store have left? Janine, what did I say about taking my potatoes from the lunchroom? But visual learning is so much better. Well, guess what? Now you have zero potatoes. I'm Janine Teagues. I've been teaching here at Abbott Elementary for a year now. The staff here is incredible. How are we feeling on top of things? Cheesesteak. Cheesecake. This is a classroom, not a hobby stand. Oh, yeah. We had it on the board. I know this. All right, y'all. So um, <clears throat> we are all here. Again, just to do some quick reintroductions. My name is Ed Hollandsworth. I'm joined by my two brothers, Theo. Hey, what's up? It's Theo. And Malcolm. Hey, what's up? It's Malcolm, the youngest brother. <laughs> and we're also joined by our beautiful mother, Denise Hollandsworth. Hey, guys. How you doing? It's Denise. The mama. <laughs> <laughs> So um, <clears throat> we decided to discuss Abbott Elementary. Why did we discuss, what, decide to discuss Abbott Elementary? Uh, being all real, uh, I'm, I'm going to be 100% uh, uh, transparent. Got to be honest, since this past year, this is one of the shows that we've been sending a lot of text chains about. We've been really enjoying it a lot, um, especially my mom. And I thought she'd be very game to be on this. This show has been right down our alley. Uh, I think Theo's the only one that uh, hasn't been watching over the past three months. And when we gave him the opportunity, he was able to binge it in one evening. So we'll see how he feels about it. But um, we just think this is a great show that we've been personally enjoying. 
In addition, I felt that it's uh, quite popular. I think they're saying it's the most popular show of this. this, this it's the most popular new show of this season. Um, so starting off, again, the bios, not that much of a plot heavy show, <laughs> but uh, follows a group of teachers brought together in one of the worst public schools in the country simply because they love teaching. Okay. You know, I'm going to get my own personal description of this. It's the office at a black elementary school in Philadelphia with black teachers, pretty much. So Yeah, that's accurate. <laughs> yeah. Um, the cast, uh, the show creator, um, who we'll be talking about a lot more, um, head writer is Quinta Brunson, plenty's Janine Teagues, Tyler James Williams, uh, who plays Gregory. I still refer to him as uh, Young Chris, <laughs> but I think I need to start respecting this brother and, give, and referring to him by his name. <laughs> I, I think he's Chris. doing the great things. I love to see child actors transition into a great adult career. So, um, yeah, glad to see him doing well. Janelle James as Ava Coleman. I hope we talk about her. Uh, Lisa Ann Walter as Melissa Shimenti. Uh, oh, yeah, okay, I just call her the Italian teacher. Kristen Perfetti, the white dude. Shirley Ralph. William Stanford, what's his brother's name? William Stanford Davis, the janitor. Love that guy. <laughs> uh, and the last one I will say is Zach Fox, who's Tariq, who I think he need to have on the show a lot more. I love me some Tariq. Gregory, Broseph, Brotato. Yeah, I'm still uh, still finding that. What's up, man? I'm just looking for some creamer. Listen, you're the new guy I've here. I am the second year vet. I figured I would, you know, show you a few things around here. No, I'm just uh, looking so, for... So, you got Miss Cooper over there. I've been here a year and a half. She's been pregnant the whole time. I don't ask questions. I'll even take powdered creamer. That's Mrs. Robertson. Watch out, she will talk your ear off. And, uh, oh, you know, Melissa, of course. She's, uh, you know, Southern Philly type. <laughs> Excuse me. Talking about me? Yeah, I, I, I was saying uh, you are a, uh, a Southern Philly type. South Philly. Right, right. That's what I said, right? Honestly, it's like, it's like the best part of our beautiful city. I love how you guys will just like park anywhere. Yeah, okay. But, um... I didn't really discuss much of the plot, but again, I discussed us why we love this show and some of the cast, but why don't we get things started? Ma, you are the guest of honor. Why don't you start off by letting us know what you thought about this show? What were some of your first impressions when you started watching? Um, I actually loved the show because I saw the advertisements, which they always show the best parts of the advertisements, but in one of the advertisements, uh, it showed the uh, teacher, um, Janine, talking to her students. And um, right when she was, I guess, I don't remember what the particular advertisement was, but I knew that um, I'm like, hey, I'm going to like this. The way the delivery was, the way she looked at the camera. Um, my first impression was I love that. I love all the characters, like you said, um, from the guy from Everybody Hates Chris that plays Gregory the principal is outstanding because they each have their own unique uh, feature that they bring. Um, like the, the wacky principal, the, the older teacher, um, the hoodlum 
the the teacher that takes no mess, Melissa, and even the janitor. Um, yeah. Everybody on there is just. He, he, he reminds me of Creed on the yeah. Office. Definitely just Creed vibes. <laughs> just get, he, he, has two, he has two lines per episode, and they'll just be super hilarious. You remember Creed on the Office, the old weird white guy? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So he'll have there. two lines per episode, and they'll just be super hilarious. He'll be like, yo, that's trash. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, and yeah, that's just delivery. But I love it. It's a good, well cast, and I like. I don't know what that, and Theo probably could know know what this is. But I like it when they do like the office. They'll say something, and they're off to the side, and they'll talk to the camera. I love that. Yeah, mockumentary um, style. Yeah, yeah, doc. Yeah, and it just gives you some insight, but it's just really good. And um, and sometimes too, you can relate to all the characters. But sometimes I can relate to Janine. You know, she just has just a good attitude. Wants to save the world. It reminds me of me sometimes. So, um, and yeah, everybody's I can see like, that. <laughs> you know, wants to save the world. Everybody's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that one day when she was like talking about Monday's my best day to turn to school, and they threw pencils and everything out. <laughs> so, but but that's my spill. I love it. Every episode, I did a rewatch, a couple of rewatches on a few episodes to determine my best episode. It's not. I I love everything. I'm just like. Ah, laughing and everything, and it's it's just I love it. It's it's just and it also too the kids, the kids in it are really good too, you know. So, so uh, Theo, I'm gonna challenge you, man. You you just saw this very recently. What was your some of your thoughts? And hey, man, be real, man. If you're not a fan of it, I'd like to hear it. But uh, yeah, what were some of your thoughts on it? Could we kind of push this on you? Yeah, no, nah, not really. I mean, like I'd seen, I saw the pilot before y'all even put me onto it, or you know what I mean? Like I saw it when it first dropped. And I knew, like, I don't know. I, I knew what it was. Um, I, I really like Quinta Brunton. So um, I remember seeing her when she was just doing stuff online. She was uh, she worked for BuzzFeed and she made a lot of uh, really funny videos for BuzzFeed. I remember being like, man, she's going to really like, I feel like she's going to be the next Issa. Um, and then I saw her again uh, a couple years ago. Is. I mean, when she was on the uh, season isn't, one. Isn't this interesting? Are we starting to notice a theme, like a common theme? Yeah. I mean, I, that's what I like. I just whenever I see like stars doing breakout stuff online, I'm like, oh, OK. And they have kind of like mainstream TV sensibilities. So I could tell with her. It's not a few a lot that I see, but I, I could tell she was going to go on a certain trajectory. Then I was really excited. She was on HBO. Uh, see the same the thing first, with you, brother. She saw she was on the first season of HBO uh, uh, of um, Black Lady Sketch Show on HBO. And like I loved her. Like it, Black Lady Sketch Show was like for uh black women she wasn't the creator of it but she was like the standout like one in all of the sketches and then they came out with a second season and she wasn't in it and i was like and i tried i got through like two episodes of the second season i was like oh yeah i'm not even really into this show anymore because quentin princeton's not on it and i was like trying to figure out why she wasn't on the second season of that sketch show and it's because she was working on her own show and i'm like cool and so i was excited to see this finally drop I don't know. I guess I like I was not I mean, I liked it, but it was exactly what I expected. And that's the thing. Cause that's because I, I described it as the office at a black elementary school. And that's exactly no. what it is. Yeah. I mean, you <laughs> described it that like a month and a half after. Like, <laughs> again, you did not put me onto this, but um, it was exactly what I expected from seeing trailers and stuff. Um, and I don't know, like I know exactly what it is. I know exactly where it's going. Um, her character is like, it, I would say less of, um, and the office, honestly, more for more. So for me, the show is, uh, 
it's like the black parks and recreation with Quentin Brunson's character being uh, Leslie note. Um, and I mean, it's basically, it's a right. black mockumentary uh, series and it's like you, it, you have the same kind of archetypes um, kind of the same predictable, like starting points. Um, I love mockumentaries. I've produced my own mockumentaries. I love this show on uh, called mockumentary now. So it's like, I don't even hate the, the, the format or anything but i don't i don't know i just was like this is i know exactly what's going to happen you know from episode one that the pam uh jim relationship <laughs> and uh you know homie from everybody hates chris like it it's it is so from that standpoint and how much i really appreciate it and been excited for a career it's a little like okay you know what i mean like you did exactly what you you know like the format you did it to a t sometimes it's like exciting to be the black version of something but other times i kind of roll my eyes and it's like i don't want to be the black version of something else i yeah. want to be the version that also happens to be you know it's like cleveland, cleveland show and fan interesting that you say that because quinta brunson has been quoted specifically saying what you said over the past two months she's like right. quit calling us a black office all that that's fucking said, what it is, all that fucking said that's what she did though yeah so it's like yeah. i mean hey like, i can understand say you not want to be the black office but you uh, follow but the freaking nobody ever calls atlanta the black ugh. You know, it's original. if anything they call dave the white atlanta, atlanta you yeah. know what i mean and it's like yeah because he kind of he he kind of dropped a new groundbreaking ass drama you know yeah. like even insecure sometimes i'm like is it really its own thing or is it the black sex in the city oh yeah it's black girls it's black you know girls. Really? yeah it's black uh, west coast girls yeah so it's like it's kind of like i i just i just like it's i don't i don't say that to say that it's a bad show at all i love it it's so wholesome family friendly it's like exactly what i like it's it, if there was a black office or a black parks and recreation this is it <laughs> you feel me yeah. but yeah. i can't i can't un unattach it from Parks and Recreation in the office. And it's still on a major network. So, you know, gotcha. there's that. My, my one quick note on that, man, is just like, <clears throat> sometimes you got to go through the corporate ladder. I don't say corporate ladder, but you got to go through that to be able to have that platform to produce your own stuff. Flashback, I think this is what New Aunt Viv was telling the new uh, Hillary. <laughs> she was like, you got to work on these things to then eventually be able to have, to speak your own platform. Now I'm looking at my mom. Actually, I'm looking at you, Theo. I'm looking at my brother and I'm looking at myself, right? all of us don't i mean some of us have our varying different things but maybe some of us sometimes have, have to work for a different company kind of like go through that format and structure what does that do though it helps us learn skills it helps us establish our network right and our platform for when we do want to go out and do our own thing in the way that we want to then it's a little bit easier for them so just you know so i hear you probably saying you don't like that i mean you were saying you were trying to hate on it but i i, I feel you but i honestly i feel like this Quinter Brunson is starting to become a, um, a household name, right? And so this is her avenue to become that household name. And then now she's going to do the Donald Glover and Issa Rae, right? Donald Glover was like, yo, FX, can I work with you? Issa was like, HBO, let's figure this one out. Now Issa's like, yo, y'all come to me. I'm telling my story. And y'all, and same thing with Donald Glover, right? So Bruh, I'm sorry, but if you go keep hosting a black entertainment show we're gonna need to get you a celebrity pronunciation like <laughs> it's isa isa <laughs> you know what so you know what maybe i'll no that's a good point um so one of my favorite podcasters is bill simmons 
He's not a brother, but mm. he's horrible at pronunciating names that ain't just oh, okay. Simmons like. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he owns that. He's like, I suck at it. Oh, all right. All right. So, all right. <laughs> I'm so you know how it's like I, I stopped doing it, be like, yo, Rhonda thinks I'll talk about it too much. You're like, dude, you're making it a thing, right? <laughs> Maybe I'm just gonna make that a thing. So if it's a name that I ain't 100 percent familiar with, I'll be like, full disclosure, I suck okay. at this. I respect your craft. My name is Edward Hollingsworth. Right. <laughs> nah, I, I feel you. And I mean, we could go back and forth on it. I love I because at the end of the day, I really, really enjoy it. You know what I mean? And I hear you like. Sometimes you have to go the more traditional route. But like I mentioned before, she was already on HBO and she was killing it on Black Lady Sketch Show, which honestly was kind of a more unique approach than uh, at a sketch show that I'd seen. But it wasn't hers. But she decided to, to yeah. go the, you know, the family route, um, the family kind of sitcom route. And I'm glad because I think there's a void in there now with Blackish. That, and that sometimes I'm like, oh, did they cancel Blackish? Because they're like, all right, we've got our Black sitcom quota now on ABC. <laughs> Um, oh, wait, wait, one's on NBC and one's on ABC. Wait, are yeah, they and and no man? Blackish is because the creator left because a Disney was on that bullshit when he would try to do the uh Black Lives Matter episode, so then uh, he went to Netflix. So when he decided to go to Netflix like three, four years ago, then there was already a timeline on uh okay. Blackish. Well, who so are you has- talking about with the Netflix? Who Kenya Burris? Oh. The creator oh, of oh. Blackish. All I know is Anthony Anderson's on my new on my law and order now. Yo, I'm not a big a- fan of Anthony Anderson on my original Law and Order, but I'm he's growing on me. Oh, okay. Dude's got a great career if you kind of think about it. I mean, he did yeah. in the early 2000s and movies. Then he did Law and Order for a while. <laughs> then he did Blackish, and now he's doing Law and Order. That's like, dude, he's got that Bill Cosby money. Right. But, uh, well, I mean, I random Anthony Anderson tan- tangent. I feel like we talked about this before. He was on Hang Time. Hustle and Flow. No, he was on yeah, he was on Hang Time, uh, which was like a basketball version of Saved by the Bell that came on in the nineties. I remember that. Was, we were watching that. He was, a, he was a chubby. He was a chubby. He was a the chubby basketball player, and his name was Teddy. Yeah, and, exactly. That. So ever since then, I was like, yeah, like I, I always, I've always been. <laughs> University. He went to Howard in real life and he went to Howard and blackish. So I was always been like, yo, like I mess with Anthony Anderson. That's my that's my I mean, come on, dude. Dude, and when you have your show, your character you play better fucking go to Howard too, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or ENT. Uh but yeah, man. Uh really good show. Um like I said, I binged all the episodes that there were. There, as of right now, there's nine, so the tenth one's coming out this week um and yeah you know we're uh that's it's been great cool what about you mally i think this show's a banger man i like it a lot um i'm glad chris is in it from everybody hates chris because i i don't know any of the other actors so uh he's definitely um you know kept this like somebody i could tie back to uh watching previously so yeah it's just like the office is great um Funny characters, a lot of parallels between the characters, like yeah, the Jim and Pam, and even like, but but uh Quinta Brunson's character is way, way, way cooler than Pam's character. Because y'all remember how I feel about Pam's character. I think that <laughs> I think that Quinta Brunson's character is way cooler. Well, uh no, how do you think she's Leslie No? Yeah, she's not. So actually, let's do the I, I compare I compare to Pam. Why? <laughs> Why? 
because because she's a lady and um wow. she's on tv and wow <laughs> got a fuck boy boyfriend so no malcolm's got a good point there malcolm's got a good point <laughs> i do no, because who's the who's the idiot boyfriend Tariq, exactly. You you say you yes. like. Tariq is Ray. Yeah. Pam's boyfriend. Yeah. And Gregory likes her a lot. Yeah, and he's like Jim. He's That's a lover. Like but so, he's so, a lovable, so he's a lovable idiot. He's a lovable idiot, like the lovable idiot boyfriend in Parks and Recreation. The, so, so, he was oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Brunson. It seems like some some of us think she's Pam. Some of us think that she's Leslie Note. All right. Young Chris, Tyler James William. Who do we think? What type of Parks and Rec or, or office Jim. character do we think he? He's he's obvious, Jim, right? Especially yeah. when he gives like the looks to the camera, like he's crazy. Yeah. People. All right, Janelle James, the principal. Who's the principal? I think it's his Michael office. Scott. Yeah, she's Michael Scott. And then the janitor's creed, like we were saying. Well, did, let me ask you this: Cheryl Lee Ralph. Oh, I, I think Cheryl Lee Ralph is like the older white guy in Parks and Rec. He's kind of like. Hmm. Nah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not about? seeing it. I'm not seeing it. Then who, then who would you see? Cheryl? Who is Cheryl? I don't see her as any of the characters in the other series. In the office or the no. Nah. So I, I think in Parks and Rec. Oh, Shirley Ralph. I'm thinking about Lisa and Walter. I was thinking about the Italian teacher. Were you Shirley Ralph? Yeah, I could, I could see her as Ron Swanson. All right, okay. She definitely gives off Ron Swanson vibes. She gives me Ron Swanson, and then Lisa and Walter, the Italian chick. She gives me like Phyllis. <laughs> vibes or she gives me who's the accountant chick that was smashing uh dwight meredith <laughs> yeah angela yeah. angela all right so wait so, okay now- so on the other end of things I, y'all must have not watched park Re- parks and recreation I've seen it. Nigga, I put you on Parks and Rec. And I really put you on that. I, I didn't put you on these other stuff. I really put you on Jones, Park. y'all remember Rashida Jones and Park, Parks and Recreation? Who was her boyfriend? Andy Dwyer, who's now Chris Pratt, right? So Rashida Jones had an idiot boyfriend named Andy Dwyer that she ended up breaking up with, but he was still a lovable character. That's exactly like the relationship with the lovable boyfriend inside of this. Oh, I thought he was with the airheaded girl that was the secretary with the black hair that was a flower child. Yeah, he, he, was, he was. Yeah. After he was with Rashida Jones's character. Oh, okay. I forgot. Oh, Lots of I haven't rewatched. Yeah, but that's like, that's the lovable character. And then Leslie Nope, literally, Leslie Nope's whole thing is that she's just optimistic and she's got all of these aspirations for what she can do with her community, which is exactly what Quinta Brinson's character is. She's just like, I'm going to make it work at this school and I'm so optimistic. That's not what pa- like I like I like the light bulb episode. The light Pam bulb was episode. like I don't care about shit. I just yeah. <laughs> and she wasn't the lead. Like Leslie Nope's character is the lead. Yeah, so that's yeah, why that's I feel like I haven't watched it in a long time. Yeah. All in all, we come back to this. I think we all agree. Pam, I, I I did want to add. <laughs> I did, did want to add one thing. What Theo was saying about you know the mockery of black shows because you have to start somewhere. Say for example, The Gilded Edge. That I know Eddie, you and I watch Sally. Hey, Richardson. Theo, Theo's on Gilded Age. Okay, okay, oh, good. Yeah, then Theo sure. watches it. Sally Richardson is a black lady. Love it. You all Love remember it. her from Low Down Dirty Sheen? Uh, I vividly remember her. Okay, mm. okay. <laughs> she she is one of the executive producers of that, of, of Gilded Edge. Mm-hmm. So 
she went through a lot of things to get to where she's at. I read something on her a while ago, and then I was watching. I always like to watch the bow when it goes. I was like, Sally Richardson. And you know, she's married to another well-known actor, but. Dondre Whitfield. Yeah, exactly. But she's high up there, more higher up there than he is. But you're right, like Theo said. But but I agree with Theo. It is kind of like, but it's a, me. I'm like this. I'm getting ready to put down some Tyler Perry's crap because some of his crap is getting on my nerves. You know, but uh, we were but watching I, the Medea movie this past weekend, Homecoming. Hey, and Mama gonna still cracks me up. Mama gonna change her tune once I take her to Tyler Perry Studios. Yeah. Okay. Hey, check it out. Speaking of, it's reopened. So hey, maybe that's something we're gonna do during Mother's Day, 40th birthday weekend. Yeah, but I still ain't gonna watch Ruthless. That that one is X-rated. Oof, Lord. What? But yes, continue. Roots? Roof, there's, there's Ruthless. Roots? Tyler Perry oh. show called Ruthless. It's oh. yeah. He had a character named it Ruth and a character named Denise. I'm like, is he in my house? Knowing my name. <laughs> and it's X-rated. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> I know. So, all right, we've still discussed our first impressions. Now, maybe let's kind of discuss some of our favorite episodes. And again, it's not really that plot intensive uh, show. Uh, Ma, again, you're our special guest. Why don't you start off by letting us know some of your favorite scenes and or episodes? Okay, well, all my episodes, y'all know how I am. All the episodes were good. I like the one particular episode called The Step Class. Two things that stood out to me about The Step Class is uh, it was the scene where Gregory did not like pizza. And they were like just bashing him. You don't like pizza. I like it though. (laughs) He was like, I like it wet. I like it wet. Yeah, and then uh, then dude went drove two hours. Jacob drove two hours to get him the pizza that he wanted. He had to complete. Then a couple days later, he out there in the car eating his dry sandwich. <laughs> yeah, he's so extra. He's like, why are you, why are you getting mad at me? Yeah, I, I, I kind of like his character. Did he say that? He was like, I'm, can I, I've just enjoyed my boiled chicken sandwich. And the lady like, <laughs> worst way to prepare chicken. <laughs> boiled, boiled. <laughs> you know, so, you know, um, I mean, that, that, that stood out. And then, too, when they were, uh, when, when, um, Janine was doing a step show. All the teachers were like, oh, Ava, Ava's going to let you down, the principal. And yes, yeah, she did let her down. However, yeah, it's a funny show, but you do learn some lessons from it. Ava had that going on with her grandmother, but Ava did kind of, in essence, let her down. I mean, it just was the, the funny thing that things that they were saying. And then I like the fact that when they supported her, Jacob, the white dude, has some funny things. He he, he, don't, he has no rhythm. And then he says, then he says, um, I almost applied. I applied to Morehouse. What does that have to do with it? <laughs> yeah, there was like a weird look from all the black people when he said that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I like it when he's like, when he tries to go on like the black history stuff and Quince is like, not, not now. <laughs> not now. <laughs> not now. Okay. So, you know, it's, it's hilarious. And then to get before, before um, when Ava was letting her down and, um, she uh they say can, what, what can we do the, the 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 janitor steps in and he entertains them the, the about the ball in the basket disappearing or something in the trash can i mean i love the step show scene i mean that that was my takeaway but the pizza thing just took me because you always have that one weird person but 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 like that, that was, I was tripping off that wet pizza stuff huh? I, I, I was tripping off the wet pizza and then again so i'm my hoa president and Sometimes it's it's forcing me to have crucial conversations with people when I don't necessarily want to have it. But I honestly feel like if dude would have been like, I drove two hours without you asking me to Baltimore to get you a pizza, so now you need to eat it. I've been like, bro, 
that's on you. <laughs> I didn't ask you to drive two hours to Baltimore. All right, so I'm not eating that wet pizza. <laughs> that's on you for driving two hours no. without me, me asking you. It was worse than that, though, because he wasn't even asking me to eat it. He was asking me to be reimbursed. <laughs> <laughs> and reimburse me? No. Yeah, you're right, though. Shoot, you already know how we would have answered that. That's all I was thinking about. I was like, man, it would have been expensive. <laughs> the audacity to ask me that. Hey, I did this trip. I need gas money. Nigga, fuck you. <laughs> but I guess you can't do that at elementary on NBC. <laughs> That's why I'm not a teacher. <laughs> what about uh, what about you, Mally? Oh, I like the pilot. I thought the pilot was dope. Um, I thought that they just introduced the show well and, uh, you know, got brought all the characters in to the show really good. I'm not even going to stop with y'all. Your answer sucks. First, all right, first Dio. Two episodes. Dio, what's your favorite episode? <laughs> oh, wow. That's funny. Hey, I, that was a non-answer. answer. That was a non-answer. It's like, oh, I got a favorite episode. So I think the episode that stuck with me the most was probably the gifted program. Um, so the idea is like, uh, is this the one where like a rich little kid come, like transfers to their school um, and like the principal thinks she's he- he's hella smart. And then like it gives Quinta the idea to like launch like a gifted program. At launch a gifted program. Yeah, absolutely. Here's, what, here's a subtle thing I liked about that. So uh, first of all, I'm going front. <clears throat> I was in the gifted program. So anyways, uh, but I, I will say this, though. Um, I like how they very much gave the perspective of young Chris, a.k.a. Gregory Williams, <laughs> uh, Gregory James, Gregory James Williams. I like how you get that perspective. of was like, I'm sorry, Tyler James Williams. I like how you get a perspective of, hey, well, what if you aren't in the gifted program? How does that make us feel? Right, that, and I think that's, that's something that stuck with me because I, I yeah, agree. that was the biggest thing I really liked from it. It's like, hey, funny, funny, funny message. Yeah. I like how they do that though, and it's funny, yeah, because it was like you know when I remember one of my homies being in the gifted program. I I didn't realize you were in the gifted program, which probably made me more salty because I definitely have better grades than you in school. So I don't know how, it, but I just feel like that definitely did have like a a, a um probably a long-term impact on like my ego or like my thought of my own intellectual worth because I didn't get into like what makes you think you have definitely no definitely you know so that's what I said what makes you think you definitely had better grades than me because I was keeping track of your grades (laughs) I was just like oh all right that's the bar (laughs) <laughs> and I, you wouldn't you wouldn't worry about my grades i was five years younger than you but i was like all right what is eddie's making in fourth grade got it <laughs> <laughs> cool i like that i like that uh, i think i know that that tracks because i think you'd also be like i'd be like man you don't get as much trouble with with my dad as i do yeah. you'd be like yeah because i'll just look at the shit that you do and i'd be like i'm gonna do the opposite <laughs> you tell me at a young age he was like yeah you're fucking up so much so i just don't do what you do <laughs> Yeah, because I definitely got in more trouble than my two sisters. <laughs> yeah. I can't speak for Aunt Joyce and Uncle Lennon, your Uncle Lennon, but I guess got more trouble than the two ne- under me. They didn't get in no trouble. I got in trouble. No, no, here's the other, no, no. The other reflection is this. I'm going to be 100. You know what it is, though, too? Your parents were like in their young 30s. They're in their early 30s or their late 20s when they're in their full attention and they're your first kid. They're going to discipline you, especially you're their first kid as a teenager. But man, once they get that last kid as a teenager, they just be like, maybe the parents be older. 
like Ed and Denise Hollinsworth, and y'all be like, oh, it's whatever. <laughs> yeah, it definitely the baby books. I look, I, I noticed that with the baby books, Malcolm. Your baby book, I've got to do some work on that. Yeah, because I know with the baby books, the first one's really good. The second one, and Malcolm's, I got it halfway done. <laughs> Sorry, Malcolm. <laughs> so it's like, hey, uh, Theo's baby number one. Hey, that um, that baby book's gonna be on point. Right. But but Theo baby number four. Mm, I don't know. What are you talking about? We already talking about that randomly, like too, because where with this first baby, Andrea's get she's like she got a doula, a midwife, acupuncturist, prenatal massages every week. Like, like she, I was like, by the time we have the third baby, we <laughs> she was like, we don't need a midwife for the next one. We're just gonna do that one at home. I was yeah, like, I'm gonna do the bathtub. Nobody. We just gonna be like, oh, all right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, but yeah, man, the, uh, the the gifted episode, I even like that kid. I think that that was like one of the things that stuck out with me too, was like that little kid, the gifted kid program that they or, that they brought from a different school and like the principal thought was like, so she just kept him around as like a sidekick. And she, <laughs> I remember he was like, so what do you do all day? <laughs> Here, you know, here's what I love. No, I like his interaction, but then here's what I also love about the principal. The principal consistently will be like, yeah, those kids are some idiots. <laughs> but this kid's over here smart. He's like, they smart. The mother was over there? I don't know. <laughs> I know. I hate to say this though, but I bet like, you like stop talking to a lot of brilliant kids here. And she like looked like really principal. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, this is a public school. Like <laughs> and, and cause she only you know she only got her job because the deacon in the church or something. Yeah, knew and everything. That was great. No, so that that right there, I think that was my favorite. Now I kind of be in Theo's head. I think that was the funniest and the best line of the first of the pilot. When when young Chris is like, I don't want to be a substitute teacher. I applied to be a principal, and somehow I didn't get the job, and I'm very qualified. And then next he goes, I went to church with a superintendent. I called him teacher on the bigness. I didn't get the job. And I'm like, oh. Now it all makes sense. I, mean, I feel like in one line, it was just like, so this yeah. is why he hates being a substitute teacher. Yeah. And this is why she's in this fucking job. Oh, exactly. in one line. I love that. I was like, yeah. I thought that was great. <laughs> and I bet you there's a few principals who've been principals because of that reason. Exactly. <laughs> and other jobs, it's kind of like that. This idiot got the job and I'm doing this. Yeah, got it. So uh, just to kind of, before we go into favorite performances or characters, um, <clears throat> again, uh, we did some of the favorite characters. I'm just going to kind of maybe do some a quick recap of some favorite episodes in particular that I like. I mentioned earlier, I really like the light bulb episode. So that was the second episode. In particular, I think that really, really just like definitely got into the vibe of like uh, Quinta Brunson's character is always trying to fix everything. And everyone's like, hey, you know what? Just stay in your lane. And then she has learned the hard way sometimes. Wishlist. I thought that was a great episode. I liked it when, too particular, I like I liked the whole social media stuff, how the principal, how uh, the principal was doing way too much. The principal was like way into her like Instagram and more into her Instagram and then the, the photo stuff. And they got all the, they did the social media stuff. And then Cheryl Lee Ralph had a whole bunch of gifts. I thought that was pretty great. But what I liked so much though is, uh, <clears throat> I feel like the, the social media campaign that the principal did was too successful. And Chris Brunson was like, don't do all that. And the principal was like, look, I feel like you came to me as a plastic surgeon and asked for a nose job. And I gave you a new nose job and you mad because you look different. 
Wait, she also, didn't she say something like, this is like, uh, you got to take it down. And she was like, that's like Beyonce, take it down, lemonade. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> uh, I like student transfer because I liked it was real cool when like, it was like, yeah, I'm going to take her. And the Italian chick was like, oh, you want this student? Bet. You can take oh, her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we like, this one's going to be alien. So I like that one. That episode just makes me like, especially with this parenting thing, I'm just like, I don't know. Like, I want my kid to be really smart, but it seems like the really smart kids could be hella problematic. So <laughs> I'm like, I need to find a balance because that's that was the thing with her. It was like she was just so gifted that she had like she got all her work done and just looked like like terrorizing teachers. What did it say in her, in her record? It was just like psychological warfare. <laughs> I mean, so let, let's 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 uh, be 100 with that. So. Here's my let's, let's just say we have a nephew or I mean, like, I feel like I've had that experience sometimes with like nephews, family members, nieces, or just young people sometimes when you can tell they like a little too smart and you just want to sit down and be like, hey, what's going on? They like, what's your job? Why are you doing this? Why is why is she with him? Wait, it's like, you know what? Can we just sit and watch cartoons? You're kind of a little too smart. <laughs> and you're like asking some really serious questions. I just yeah. want to watch cartoons and yeah, eat cereal. Yeah. <laughs> Talk to your mom about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I feel you. All right. Um, so now we're going to kind of go into some of the closing things. And this is something I got some passion about. And Thea, I think you have a good point. I know who I want to talk about. Ma knows she wants to talk about. Uh, we're going to close it on Moss because she has a passion for her. She wants to talk about. Uh, maybe I'll start off with mine because I'm talking right now. Oh, wait, what uh, was my good point? I missed that. What was, what was the point? I, I, I just really want to tell you, I love the character and the actress Janelle James, who plays right. Ava Coleman, the principal. Oh, yeah, I can help you make a video. Really? Yes, this is what I do. Well, you're also a principal, so. Yeah, but this is my art. I write, I edit, I direct, I do the music, I lip sync. Because of me, when people say that their favorite director is that Ava lady, somebody else got to be like, which one? <laughs> well, maybe you can just give me a few tips, you know? Maybe help build upon what I already have. What is this, an iPhone 9? <laughs> it's like a Walkman. I don't know nothing about this. That's before my time. Hi, I'm Janine Tees, and I do I love her. I love the character. I love it. I love it. I love it. I've loved it from the first, like, no, so I want to say the first pilot. Let's just talk about the pilot, right? First scene, right? First scene was kind of like, what's, what's going on, right? You know what I mean? She's, I, I remember the first scene being like, she's crazy. Is she cool? I couldn't really figure on out. Like, what's her, what's her lane? <clears throat> and I'll say this, by the end of the first episode, you could 100% totally see uh, what she was. And I hear you, Theo. You have a good point. <clears throat> I want to get off of this. But man, I can't help but just kind of see her character as like Michael Scott, but a black female with a little attitude. You know what I mean? I mean, with a little bit, with a little, little style. I don't say attitude, but like, I don't know, whatever. Black female Michael Scott, whatever, right? So it's just like, I, I think she, I, I think she's my favorite character. I feel like she always delivers. When she's in a scene, I know I'm going to laugh. And I feel like I can go on and on about different things. One quick thing. All right, foot bath scene. I like it how it's just consistent. You know that if Abbott Elementary is going to get any budget increase, 
if they get any budget increase, you know, some she gonna get some of that shine. <laughs> It's still get some swag. Oh yeah, we can get a little bit for the kids. Oh, yeah. No, this, this, the, what they, <laughs> the thing they do sometimes. What I'm seeing with this, that character in particular is Family Matters, the Steve Urkel thing, right? Where you write a show, you have a, it's an ensemble cast, and then there's clearly a breakout star, and it's like, well, we got to do everything we can do to keep this breakout star on. And she's for me is outshining. Oh, her. that's it. Okay, that's it. Okay, so you think it's like so? Okay, because. Um, I think have we talked about this? Me and Malcolm saw me and Malcolm, me and Rhonda saw her Netflix special. Have y'all watched her Netflix special? Uh she has she's in a it's a 30-minute special that's like on like a series. Stand-up. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it, yeah, yeah, it's a 30-minute stand-up. It's great. I highly yeah. recommend it if you see it. Hilarious. And um, she's also in the Amy, um, Amy, the new Amy Schumer show. I saw it for a second with my wife on Hulu. Um, she had like one scene, um, but Janelle James. Yeah, I think that's it, right? I mean, it's like stock. And we can all see that, right? With Yeah. So I, I think you hit, really hit the nail on the coffin. I think I'm not even going to go through an example of all the scenes I think is funny because every scene that she's in, I, I, I just love it. I think it's hilarious. So um, I look forward to the character. I look forward to seeing her. And one last thing is, I'll say this. I would not be surprised, Theo, if, if it ends up that way, if like, it ends up being a Michael um, thing. It's a real guy who plays Michael Scott. If she ends up not being here for the entire series, because if it ends up after season three or season four, she ends up having a movie thing or something. I don't know. Yeah. Or or her own show. I don't know. My only my only case on this, Michael, the Parks and Rec versus Office comparison. Just looking at this character, right? Yeah, she is the leader, like Michael Scott, but she's like, she's hor- She's worse than Michael Scott. I would say that she's Aziz Ansari's character from Parks and Recreation. But if Aziz Ansari's character had more of a leadership position, because he was always over here like, oh, da, 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 da. I'm the social media expert. I'm the PR person. I'm like in the cool, like kind of like level shit, but couldn't do anything. That more of with her than I get Michael Scott. Michael Scott was not cool. This How about cool. this? She's Michael Scott because she's in the position of power, but she's yeah. goofy. Yeah. She's got the personality of Aziz Ansari. Tom Haverford. Tom Tom Haverford. Yeah. And she looks like uh who's treat yourself chick? Retta, Donna Meagle. Donna, treat yourself. Yeah. <laughs> and, she, and she got Donna Swag. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. It's a big solid three of those. That's my favorite character. Uh I've talked enough. Uh Theo Malcolm, you guys got any character or a performance? Uh, in particular that you'd like to talk about and again it doesn't it can be a character or it can be um, an actor or performance that you want to talk about i mean you know i i've like they're all they're all dope the only other thing that i i would point out the only other actress actor i was really excited to see was uh tyler james williams dad in it who is playing looks like he could be his dad Right. Uh, what's the, what's the mix seven? Orlando Jones, Orlando seven Jones. up guy, seven so, up guy. Internet TV, and he got some drumline. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Orlando drumline, seven up, Mad TV, Orlando Jones. Come on, bro. Yeah. Was on that, yeah. So they, 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 they've been having them like I feel like the internet has been posting like pictures of the two of them side by side for years. And I feel like in casting, they knew that. And they're like, oh, we yeah. got an opportunity to have him cast him as his actual dad. I love that they did that. That was good. Yeah, I like I like how they do that. 
yeah, so then, I mean, other than that, it was cool to see Tyler James. Um, but, yeah. I'm Quick side note, uh, Orlando Jones, he was a writer on Different World. That's how he kind of started getting his uh, into the game. Hmm. And um, and I realized this because on the episode in Different World, when uh, Whitney, well, no, when Whitley is supposed to be getting married to that older dude and Dwayne Wayne breaks up the wedding, Orlando Jones was like one of the be- one of the groomsmen. I'm like, mm. that's Orlando Jones. Mm. <laughs> All right, uh, Melly, what about you, brother? Before we give it to Ma to uh, wrap things up for us, was there a favorite? I want to pass on this one, bro. I don't got much content. Okay, cool. <laughs> well, if there is a few other uh, characters or roles I would like to call on out again, Young Chris. I think we've talked about Young Chris. I I like seeing him do this and stuff. Um, I always like seeing um, child actors um, transition into being successful adult actors. Um, that's off of two things. One, hate to say, there's been so many tragic child actor stories out there. So it's unfortunate. And then two, I'll let you know right now, if I was a child actor, if I had fame and fortune as a teenager, I don't think I would have transitioned well to an adult. Y'all knew me when I was a teenager transitioned to an adult. I was broke and I ain't even <laughs> if I was a millionaire, I would have been even crazy. So I'm glad to see that do well. Um I also like to recognize uh the white dude, the white teacher character. Uh I think he's just pretty funny in it and stuff. And um I think I think he's really good in it. So I I really wanted to recognize him. And we've talked about him a little bit, but I just also want to talk about Zach Fox, Tariq. I love Tariq. Yeah. I think he's super hilarious. I think he's a fucking idiot. But then also, I, I find I get a little bit of Tariq, but then what I really fell in love with him was like when he had to do the performance <laughs> for the kids. Yeah. And then like when Quincy was like, all right, give me my warm up. He was like, all right. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> I was like, all right, I'm all in on this dude. <laughs> I mean, and that's the that's the thing for me is I'm like I guess I'm supposed to route root for like Quinta and Tyler's character, but I'm like I like her current boyfriend. He's a good guy. He's just he's, kind of a loser, but he's I a good mean, guy. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. I'm like it's not like they're winning either. Like they're like. <laughs> yeah. 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 This dude just, right, so, so here's the deal. Here we'll talk. All right, so here's the deal. I would hang out with Tariq. I think the three of us, even Ma, I think all of us would hang out with Tariq. Yeah. Right? Um, Young Chris's character, who's named Gregory, tough hang. Yeah. I don't know. Now, if we we work together, I may be friends with him. I gotta be honest. I think I work with a lot of Gregs and becoming friends with a lot of Gregs because we work together and stuff. All that being said, if we had a sister... Or let's no, let's talk about our our, our our closest thing to a sister, Erica or uh, Brandy. Maybe let's use Brandy for an example. Let's say Brandy comes home with a Tariq, or Brandy comes home with a Greg. I would very much prefer my cousin to be marrying a boring ass Greg, <laughs> as opposed to a cool loser ass Tariq, who's <laughs> an, uh, who, what would she say? He's working on this. He's practicing his credit score. <laughs> You practicing your credit score? I don't know what that means. So, Ma, uh, we left it up to you uh, to close it with you. You wanted to kind of tell us about 
one of the characters that uh that you really appreciated much so why don't you uh kind of close this out with uh talking to t- telling us about uh one of your a- actresses or characters that you i have enlisted the help of one of abbott elementary's finest now come on come on show us what you got <clears throat> what here yeah. here you can get this kid of course here come on teach us something uh, all right um Farmer Hank has seven turkeys. Then he buys six more. How many turkeys does Farmer Hank now have? Hmm. Is one of the turkeys pregnant? One of my kids asked the same thing. Because it's a good question. And it shows that they're using critical thinking. It's irrelevant. No, it might be silly. Appreciate the most. Okay, well, one of the characters that I can relate to and that I appreciate the most, and I've followed her since I was 17 years old, um, is Shirley Ralph and... I uh 17? Yes, Shirley Ralph started. I first saw her act in, get this, piece of the action at Bailey's downtown Wilmington. It was only one theater, and that's when I first drove um piece of the action. Oh, piece of the action. action. Well, that's that's the that's the Sydney Poitier and um you got it. Bill Cosby. And Bill Cosby. They hey, hey, your young your young sons don't know nothing about Uptown Saturday and I Yes, they did that. Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to tell them about that. Yo, so you know Kevin Hart and Will Smith was supposed to remake that, but but then Bill Cosby got on the stuff and the folks won't do okay. it. All right, so hey, so Shirley Ralph. Okay, Shirley Ralph actually, um, like I said, I, I followed her since I was 17. Um, she was born December the 30th, 1956, to as you can get you can probably sense this, she was born to an African American father, but a Jamaican um jamaican mother i can see that in her features yeah i can see that in her features you can kind of get that and also when she starred in with the in the mighty quinn she played something with the jamaican um she was in the mighty quinn yes you got you guys know her and some other tidbits about her is that she did broadway she did the musical dream girls and she starred as deanna deanna jones and she received the tony award in 1981 for best actress in a musical and then we all know her as Moesha's stepmother as Dee in Moesha. She was Moesha's stepmom. Her character kind of went off and they kind of faded her out after a while. But I did want to mention this since your, your father's from Queens. She graduated from Rutgers at the age of 19 and was the youngest woman to ever graduate from Rutgers University. And this other little tidbit. I'm about sorry, her, did, you, did you say she was the youngest woman to, to ever, ever graduate, graduate from Rutgers University? Oh. Yes. And um, this little tidbit about Rutgers, it used to be called Queens College. But originally, Shirley Raff was supposed to study medicine, but she could not deal with the cadavers in her pre-med class. And after winning a scholarship in competition at the American College Theater Festival, she gave up medicine for the performing arts. She currently is an actress, which, you know, a singer, author and activist. And another thing I wanted to mention She's an honorary member of the Delta Sigma Theta sorority as of July 2004. Oh, she a Delta? And yeah, she gave me Delta vibes. I can see uh, honorary, honorary member. Honorary member. I mean, she a member. She a member. Okay, yeah. And she played, uh, she's the mother of Mickey Donovan's only black son from the Showtime series, Ray Donovan. Oh, for real? She, yeah, she, remember, she, remember, she Ray Donovan, baby? 
Did you yeah, watch no, Ray Duck? I watched it way back. I ain't, I ain't finished it. But I ain't know. Wait, so, man, Ray, Ray Donovan had a black kid? All right. Yeah, yeah. Ray Donovan had a black kid. He was the only black. Guess who the son was? He was the son off the game. What was the guy that played in the game Um, that was with the twins? So Derwin? Oh, she was Derwin's mother. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Okay, okay. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So that's it. That's my little tidbit about Shirley Ralph. Um. She's she's I like her style. I like her. She's a good actress. And then I like her mannerisms. And I like that fact because everybody has that older teacher, that one teacher that's set in their ways. And she's that because going back to that episode that you all talked about with the computers, you know, and me being an older person in, in the um, working industry right now, too. Sometimes you might not catch on to some of the other people and she wasn't buying into it. But eventually and Janine saw that. So, but uh, but I like Shirley Raff. I mean, I like her as an actress. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I mean, that's a good point, though. It's like, I mean, tech. Real talk, technology is technology, right? And I see sometimes that with like you and Dad, and it's actually sometimes I see it with myself with with Malcolm and Theo and stuff, right? Y'all live like 30, 40 yards years, you know what I mean, without cell phones, right? And then fast comes cell phones and internet and all that stuff, so you pick up on it, but uh. I, I feel you on that. And uh, I really enjoy Shirley Ralph, too. A few other things I saw in her uh, IMDb that I found interesting. Man, she's got a lot of stuff. So mm-hmm. she acted in Good Times, one episode. Wonder Woman, one episode. Jefferson's. I remember watching a lot of Jefferson's with you back in New York. Um, <clears throat> What else? I mean, really, really interesting. I'm, L.A. Law. Back in the we were day, watching some LA Law. I remember watching that with y'all when we was young. Yeah, you were real small. Oliver and Company. You know, she was a voice in Oliver and Company. I think we saw that with Theo when he was. Oh like yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved Oliver and Company. Baby, that movie came out in 1988. What so, was the name of it? Oliver and Company. It was a Disney movie with the dog. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that one. Um, it's a living. So she was actually in a TV show for a long time called It's a Living. You know what? Uh, it's too old for Malcolm and Theo. They ain't gonna know it, but it, it was a show. It was, she was a waitress. And if once I send you it, you're gonna probably remember it. Yeah, because I couldn't I couldn't remember recall that one. Yeah, she was in Distinguished Gentleman. That's an Eddie Murphy movie. It sucked. Uh she was in Sister Act Two with uh, our girl Whoopi and um and Lauren Hill. Shout out to Malcolm and Theo because this is a movie that comes up with us a lot. She was in the Flintstones, 1994, with Miss Halle Berry. <laughs> a very wow. important movie for us. Women in the Flintstones for some reason. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I, as a child, I questioned that too. Like, if they were racist in the like 1800s, they were definitely racist in prehistoric times, right? <laughs> <laughs> Halle Berry would have been treated like a second-class citizen in the Flintstones. <laughs> Sorry, keep going. <laughs> no, you good. Um, and so I'm I'm gonna be very 100. Um, Theo. So again, Malcolm, I'm a little bit more older than you. Um, Theo, I'm speaking to you on this one. So we we knew Brandy, right? We knew Brandy and stuff, right? I'm just gonna be 100. I don't ever remember watching any Moesha show ever when it was on. Because, uh, I, don't know. I don't think I was a target audience. Did you ever watch it? Yeah, I, I did. You did? You did? Okay. I guess I wasn't a target audience. Yeah, because God for Soldier Story was her daddy. 
And then that one guy that got shot. But yeah. I'm just going hypothetical. All right. Did you want the because that was like huh? no, no, and also so let's be real, let's be one hundred, let's be one hundred. This show was on from nineteen ninety six to two thousand one. I was in high school. Yeah, I was you in. Know, you know how you know how I was living in high school. I was okay. I went coming back home <laughs> watching Moesha, and we didn't have DVR. So did yeah, you watch? Yeah. You didn't watch Girlfriends either. Who me? Never. No, no, mine did. Don't no. So here's how I learned about Girlfriends and Moesha. My wife. Wow. <laughs> my wife tells me about Girlfriends and Moesha. I'm like, yeah. yeah. Don't, I never watched any show of Moesha. I never watched any episode of Moesha. So now Rhonda, it's on Netflix. Rhonda, like, she rewatches it. I'm like, man, this person was in Moesha. Which ain't to be bad, though. Like, Everybody's in Moesha. Yeah, what's it sad, though? It's like, a lot of the main cast is, like, dead. Which yeah, is yeah. Sad. And the Parkins yeah, is a spinoff from Moesha. Because yeah. I'm a Martin addict. When I'm on it and I just want to laugh, I put Martin on. And then the Parkins is right after that. But the Parkins was a spinoff from Moesha. You're right. It's real sad because the guy that played Tommy is um, in the parkas as her, her boyfriend, and he did. And I'd be like, he did. But you're right. Yeah. So one thing I want to close on in the cool Cheryl Lee Ralph story is this: her bridal party is like all celebrities. It's the I, I'm really just picking up something I saw off the internet. All right, wow. here's her bridal party. Niecy Nash. Any of y'all know Niecy Nash? Yeah. Niecy Nash. Patty LaBelle. Yeah. Loretta Devine. Mm-hmm. And Jennifer Lewis. Do you know who Jennifer Lewis is? Yes, the mama off of um, that show y'all love, Blackish. Yeah. So, in her wedding party, she's got the grandmama from Blackish, Niecy Nash, somebody named Victoria Rowell. I don't know. I uh, know it. So sorry, so let's back on up. She got the grandma from Blackish at a wedding party, Niecy Nash, the black chick from Young and Restless. Yeah, really. Everybody Pat, knows. Patty LaBelle and Loretta Devine. But you know that's her crew. That's her age. She's five years old. No, I didn't. I, real talk, the, I'm not familiar with the Cheryl Lee Ralph crew. <laughs> and honestly, I'm going to tell you this. I used to think Jennifer Lewis was like 10 years older than me. That woman is basically the same age as me, one year older. Cause she plays everybody's mama and grandmama. She was Tina Turner's mama. Tina Turner's mom. <laughs> yeah, she played Tina Turner's mom twenty years ago when the show was. Cause I just saw Ike and Tina Turner movie like two, like two, three weeks ago. And I was like, hi Jennifer Lewis, but it pays the bills. But yeah, I thought she was old. Jennifer Lewis is like sixty three or sixty four. She said she same age as me basically. Yeah, but you know, everyone's black don't crack as less as you. You know what I mean? No, uh-uh, honestly, not what everyone ages as gracefully as our mother. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Right, yeah. My stupid butt be working out all the time. <laughs> so you know, with that, I think we discussed you know our, our first impressions, uh, some of our favorite episodes, and some of our favorite characters and performances in this show. Um, <clears throat> let's transition and try to close it on up and wrap things on up. Uh, before we kind of have some final comments, uh, what are we usually like, try to do this? You know, we ain't Cisco and Ebert. Uh, there's there's four of us now, so instead of just you know two thumbs, we're gonna we got eight thumbs. Um, so let's see, you know, whether you give it one thumb up, two thumbs up, zero thumbs up, and see how we rate this. Me personally, I love this show. I think it's great. Um, I look forward to what it has in the future. I give it two thumbs up. Um, what do you guys think? 
any of your votes? I give it one thumbs up and one thumbs down just because of like the point that Theo brought up earlier about it not being like super original. Um, and it's kind of been already done by Parks and Rec in uh, the office. So you're not like really uh, doing anything groundbreaking here. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's overall really funny. So, you know, I'll give it one thumbs up because of, you know, it being funny still. Well, with me, I'm looking for a comedy show to take the place. Um, and Abbott Elementary fits the bill. I like to look at different genres. Like right now I'm watching, I'm a Dateline fanatic and I'm watching something about Pam. So that's it. I like to watch different shows. I watch all of Dick Wolf's everything. But to me, I give it a thumbs up because um, I'm looking for something. And I had kind of checked out on Blankish, Blackish, about three seasons or two seasons. When one or two, I, you give it one. You give it one of your thumbs or two of your thumbs up. Both thumbs, three thumbs. <laughs> two thumbs and a big toe. No, I actually had a, I actually yeah, really. I actually had a teacher that had, and Mama said it was our cousin. They had three thumbs. That was my art teacher, Miss Smith. She had two thumbs on this here. I went to see her recently and I looked at her hand. I shook her hand and that was the hand that she shook. No, she didn't shake me with that hand and everything, but she still had that two, those two thumbs on that one hand. She was born like that. Yeah. I give it three thumbs, like you said. Yeah. You know, my, and I brought this up with you. I think this is, uh, it's cool to talk to you about this in, in very different ways. Um, <clears throat> elementary school, right? So I was thinking about our elementary school experiences. I went to two elementary schools in New York. I got to be honest. I don't remember the names of them. I feel like they Wall had numbers. Wall of Inquiry. No, I remember that. But I went to two before then. And I feel like they had numbers. I feel like I, I, when I ask people, people ask me what elementary school I'd be, I'd go to, I'd be like, I'll go to number 32. But I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah. They were numbers. I don't know if it was the 19th because yeah, we lived in the 19th term. ward. So, Theo, I was thinking about you. I went to a lot of elementary schools. Theo, I think you only went to one elementary school. Wait a minute. No, no. Wait a minute. You did, The only elementary school you went to was the World of Inquiry in New York. No. Because. No. You, you I, didn't didn't go go to, to... I didn't go there until mid third, third, third grade. In first, in kindergarten. Actually, in kindergarten. And this is going to get edited out. In kindergarten, I went to one elementary school. And then that dirty white girl said that I touched her, which I didn't. Then y'all sent me to some other elementary school. That's how I met Debbie Lewis, and she started becoming my babysitter. Oh, yes, you're right. And you know then you transferred me to World of Inquiry. Okay, I got your book and your scrapbook chest. I might have to go check it out. Yeah. I kept all y'all reporting. So I think, and I may be incorrect, so maybe we go back into it. I think Theo may be the only person who only went to one elementary school. As I recall, he went to Indian Lake the entire time. Right, and you're the, right. And one thing I would call that is, it's a cool experience because... Me and Theo haven't lived in the same city in damn near fucking 20 years, right? Um, and it was like only like a three or four year time frame, which was at Indian Lake, which would be like, I remember it was like, when I remember when Theo was in kindergarten and never when Theo was in first grade. And it was like an experience when it's like, yo, me and Theo are actually in school together. You were and, the rapping Santa. Yeah. yeah. Last, last quick thing on that is uh, I feel like then it transitioned when I was playing high school football and then Theo was playing middle school football. And I was playing high school and field over there. And then I think, yeah, so that was the other thing. But um, yeah, you're going to make me want to go pull it up. I have, um, so I have, in, yeah, Indian Lake. That's the, I want to give a shout out to that. Uh, and I'm going to be 100. Malcolm, I don't know what elementary school you went to. <laughs> I feel like there was a Kent Charter, but I feel like there was a different one. But I don't know. 
So sure. Oh, oh yeah. Also, I uh, I gave it one thumbs up as well. Okay, cool. I don't know. Yeah. No, but I actually want to bring this one up. Uh, I think it's part of American story, and I think our family has American story. You know, we're talking about these elementary schools, and you know, uh, on this show, there's a lot of comedy, blah 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 blah. But then they put a message through, and I bring up Theo, Malcolm, and myself elementary experiences, and how important it is, and how it, it influences adults. But then furthermore, that, you know, how much we've progressed and come. I don't know if y'all are fully aware of that, you know, Ma, the first elementary school that she went to was a Blacks only elementary school. It was in North Carolina, mm-hmm. pre-Brown for Sport of Education. So our mother went to, you know, I mean, some of the things that they're kind of alluding to in this in this uh, show, you know, low funding. Um, opportunity it's not a private school right um in a suburb it's a it's a public school in the inner city right and again our mother went to an, a blacks only school in the south before segregation was uplifted and i think that just picks up to a lot of things but then let's fast forward to what our elementary school experience was right and even fast forward to what our great our, our kids elementary school experience is they may look at back at our Indian Lake or Kent Charter elementary school experience and be like, what? <laughs> Y'all did it like that? So I just speaks to a lot of things of not only is this a, a very funny and a, a great episode, I mean, not episode, uh, show, but it speaks to something that's that's very important. So kind of on the last note, um, we are recording this. This will be published uh, here in a few weeks. But uh, as we're recording, this is March 21st, 2022. It is two days before our mother's birthday. So uh, we just wanted to tell you, mother, again, mother, mom, the mom, uh, we appreciate you. We love you. Um, We're glad that you um, did this with us. But again, we wouldn't be on here talking about movies uh, or TV shows. Um, or even being able to read if it wasn't for you and the love and care that you gave us. So um, we're glad that you, we could be here with you virtually on this podcast, but we can't wait till we're going to be uh, here with you soon. And we also can't wait to when you celebrate your birthday in Paris. Uh, that's going to be a great time too. So I, I had my two cents. I don't, I don't know if Theo or Malcolm have anything to share or, or if I've said enough for all of us. Love you, Mama. Yeah, love you, Mom. Look forward to kicking it with you in a couple of days here. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm, I'm already packed. My suitcase is packed. I got my swimsuit. I'm packed. All right. Well, thank you so much. Mama, I love you. Love, love y'all. Thanks so much. I'll wrap with y'all next week. I don't know how to end my recording. <laughs> <laughs>